Where does creativity fit into compliance? In more places than you think. Problem solving, accountability, communication, and connection. They all take creativity. Join your hosts, Tom Fox and Ronnie Feldman on Creativity and Compliance, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again with Ronnie Feldman for another episode. And today we are going to take a look at uh, an article that Ronnie wrote, and he's going to expound on it. The article is entitled, When It Comes to Ethics and Compliance, Just Don't Just Train, Advertise. So, Ronnie, with that uh, introduction, first of all, welcome back. Oh, hey, thanks again for uh, for having me do this. This is really a it's fun for me to to continue to espouse different creative approaches and uh, you know maybe along the way some new ideas will come up I'm sure they will so Ronnie in uh, in our last podcast you touched on the theme I think a little bit of is compliance training overrated and you went into I thought some uh, some pretty good uh, behavioral uh, psychology around training uh, and I thought maybe if we could use this podcast to take it to uh, the next step and have you talk about some of the specific tactics you see uh, you have seen be effective. So uh, with that, what do you think? Um, I really like your your thought about advertising, but why do you think that makes compliance training so effective? I'm going to parse words a little bit here. The last uh, time we talked a little bit about uh, essentially that environment affects behavior. So not just uh, that whether you have good training or not, there's a lot of other factors that go into why people do what they do, um, which leads right into this. So I like to think of a, a way to mitigate risk uh, by taking an advertising approach, partially uh, based on the idea of ease of access to information. Um, I, I quote Gladwell, Malcolm Gladwell a lot, but I remember reading about Malcolm Gladwell, and he was uh, talking about a study that, um, I think it was on a university campus, and they were trying to get people to go use a certain health service, and people wouldn't use it, even though all the information was there, just because they didn't have like a map uh, that showed the location of where it would go. So by simply adding a map uh, uh, showing people where to go, it, it increased the access. So relating that to compliance, the whole idea of how can we increase increase the access to information and one way to do that is through advertising. Um, a lot of advertisers use the term effective frequency, and that um, essentially means, uh, I, I've heard different studies on it, but it essentially says that you need to see something seven times before you will take action on it, um, which is why we have commercials all the time. So again, apply this to compliance how can we get our message out there more frequently, get it embedded within the organization so that, A, everybody knows that it's important, they know where to go for more information, uh, and they know that it's okay to go there. So in many ways, that simplifies our task. We're not trying to, to, to uh, train them on everything. We're just trying to say, hey, here's a, if a problem comes up, go here. And make that really easy and accessible. Ronnie, is that something as, as really as straightforward as the one thing I want you to leave here today is raise your hand if you see something? Or is it more sophisticated than that? It's, it is as simple as that. Um, the idea of, uh, of a commercial is a simple idea uh, expressed in a creative way. So 
Um, we tend to use this in our company. We tend to use this for our clients on creating like speak up campaigns and making those campaigns easily accessible and interesting and short. But you could also use those this kind of tactic to simply point out the importance of a conflict of interest, meaning like avoid conflicts of interest. Or if you have questions, ask before you act. Or you could use it to, to highlight the uh, accessibility of the code of conduct. Hey, if you're not sure if you should do something, go here. Um, so really, you can apply it to a bunch of uh, principles. And again, I, I see this as an and uh, versus an either or in terms of training. It's a it's a way to um, get your message out. And I would argue that if you're going to get your message out more frequently and if you're going to get more airtime on your communication channels, it better be interesting, not necessarily comedic, but it better be interesting or else you won't get access to those channels or they'll tune you out. So, Ronnie, I was wondering if there are any uh, creative commercials uh, for compliance that could be based on some simple messaging that you've seen be effective? Uh, yeah. Well, if you – I know we as a company have created uh, uh, jingles, little songs and jingles, just in the same way that you have uh, carpet commercials that get stuck in your head or, or uh, you know, 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS or, or whatever uh, – uh, whatever the commercials that are stuck in your head right now, we've created those around um, a company's helpline or around their speak-up programs. Um, but I want to talk about a, you know another simple idea here. So if we're talking about the idea of commercials, the idea if you keep something 60 seconds or less and really simple in format, it allows you to put that in more places. So um, as an example... Um, you you could play a commercial in between speakers at a, a town hall, even if you're not on the agenda. So there could be a whole meeting about sales training or leadership training or a new process that's going on, and ethics compliance may not even have a spot on the agenda. But if you have something short and quick and interesting, you have a good chance of getting that embedded as a, as a commercial between those speakers. Uh, same thing on a company newsletter. We all talk about trying to get more informal training or informal communications out there. Well, if you have a short commercial, that can certainly go on your newsletter, but it also can go in another department's newsletter. Uh, the idea being show up where people already are. And I, I kind of love this idea because it doesn't take up a lot of space. Um, and it starts getting ethics compliance out of the ethics and compliance office. So other departments' newsletters, other departments' internet uh, banners or intranet sites. Um, there's a lot of companies that use these social collaboration tools like Slack or Yammer or Jive. Uh, these are all just different channels you can reach people. Well, those are made for short, rich media like uh, commercials. So I have a, a company that I work with that uh, pushed out one of our jingles through uh, Yammer, and uh, it was a little song about speaking up, and they asked their employees, in this case, to um, make a selfie video of them lip-syncing to the song, uh, and they generated a whole bunch of activity around speaking up just by pushing out a short 60-second commercial and then asking people to engage in it. Um, so those are just a couple examples between speakers, um, between trainings that you're not part of. Maybe you can get a commercial in a leadership training. Maybe you can get a little commercial in a new hire training. 
Yeah, just think of all the oh, uh, video message boards. You know, there, most a uh, lot of companies have video monitors in common areas that usually have you know news about the company for the day um, or your core values. But there's no reason that you couldn't have a GIF or a meme or a short video that maybe doesn't require sound. Um, that again promotes the importance of we're the kind of company where integrity is important. Uh, speaking up is important, and if you have more information or if you need more information, go here. Ronnie, it really strikes me that uh, you've, you've articulated several different things in uh, this podcast. Uh, talked about um, not only a message or the message, but frequency of message, but also uh, the where or the delivery. And I really like your line, uh, show up where pe- people congregate. And in the current workplace, uh, and many times that's online. So that why can't you have a message that uh, plays to short uh, yet frequent, but it's online? It seems to me that that's uh, exactly the kind of communication that could be effective in this situation. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, I come back to the idea of improving ease of access to information. So, to me, it all ties together. You want to affect the environment. The way you got to affect the environment is to be in the atmosphere more frequently. And that means getting embedded within the fabric of the organization, not just pushing from compliance. Uh, and then if you want to do that, you have to do that in an interesting way or else it becomes wallpaper or, or you can't get access. Like they, your, your colleagues in other departments won't put that information out there if it's boring or preachy or... Um, or lame, so it has to be short, interesting, to the point, uh, and then it gives you more access. I'll make one more quick plug, and then I know because I know we're we're winding up here. Um, more and more companies, I think, are going to be going to apps to a compliance app. I have a, a good friend of mine who started a company right around the same time I did called um, uh, Palm Tree, and they have a compliance app. And I really love what they're doing, and a lot of companies are pursuing this because ultimately this is where this is all headed, right? You always have your phone on you, and if you can have access to all your policies, code, you know, code of conduct, all that stuff available on your phone through an app, that certainly provides access to people who aren't sitting in front of a computer. And then just to finish that point... You know, we you add little short videos, little short memes, little short pieces of information as push notifications gets people to open the app. So I love that as a concept where I think most programs are, are eventually going to go because it just provides ease of access to information, makes it simple for people to find out what they need to know. Ronnie, this has just been a fascinating exploration of uh, some really basic strategies, tools, and tactics that a compliance officer can use. I greatly look forward to continuing the conversation. Yeah. All right. Be creative out there, people. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Creativity and Compliance. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.